0: Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. Today we are talking more about moving toward conflict instead of away because it seems often in our society we are conditioned to want to flee. We think that something bad is going to happen. We kind of make up a story. They're just negative connotations around conflict. You generally either have fear or there's anger and you want to attack and like prove yourself.
1: And one other thing to to bring up related to this topic is how all of our organizations and institutions and policies are actually built around moving away from conflict. Most of the time when we have kids in school that do something that they're not supposed to be doing in school. We suspend them. We send them away. We send them away. We don't really get into too much of resolving whatever that was or digging down deep and setting back on track. We believe if we could just send them away that keeps everybody safe and then they'll come back and they get a consequence on top of it. Or our prison system. Someone commits a crime in order to keep everybody safe. We need to send those people away. That's how we keep everyone safe.
0: Well, you have
1: direct experience
0: with kids who, I mean, I think probably by the word of the law are considered bad Mm -hmm. and they were sent to you. So you know what that was like.
1: Yeah. And I never met a bad kid quote yet. Honestly, I have never. In fact, I fell in love with all of them because all you had to do was spend some time and really get to know them and even get to know what this whole thing was about. And I think that actually moves us more towards safety than having these misperceptions of people and then sending them away as outcasts. Just doesn't work. Moving away from conflict. I mean, in the moment, if you're in an argument and you're going to get hit, okay, move away. That makes sense maybe, right? But in the kinds of conflicts that we have, like talking kinds of conflicts... I'm not quite sure that moving away gets you to greater safety.
0: And then even if you can notice that you have resistance to what you might consider a conflict, giving yourself empathy around it so you can get closer to it. Like today I had a friend texting me about her roommate with whom she has some kind of conflict and discomfort right now. And she really like didn't want to leave her room because she didn't want to have to talk to him and I just kind of gave her empathy around that noticing that there was some fear coming up and kind of mourning some emotional safety and she was just worried and scared around how that might go
1: so what you're saying is by you giving her empathy in a moment like that it helped to get her more clarity around what her fears are and that Maybe if she were to step out of her room, she might have a greater handle on how to communicate what she was needing. I
0: think so. I think when you give yourself empathy or someone else gives you empathy, it just allows for more ease and clarity. And maybe you don't end up wanting to confront the other person, but I think it puts you in a more clear space for understanding and connection, at least for yourself.
1: So what I want to know is what is she going to do? Because that's really what we're talking about here okay, she's in her room, she's stuck in a room, and she doesn't want to go out. Like, how is it that by not talking about it Are things going to get better there? Or will she have more, quote, emotional safety?
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah, when you put it like that, it's like, oh, well, of course, yeah, you need to have this conversation so you can get the things you want. But I think it's easy to go into story about how it's going to go and how the other person might not respond to you the way you want.
1: Well, I think it's also because most of us really don't have the tools to be able to have those conversations. So we don't have a level of confidence that... I can get into that conversation and it might be hard, but I know how to navigate it in such a way that keeps that person as safe as possible and keeps me as safe and clear as possible. Like most people don't have the tools and have had a lot of bad experiences. Yeah,
0: oftentimes you aren't thinking of the other person too. You're like, I want emotional safety. Like, fuck their emotional safety. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. I want to keep myself safe. So when you're coming from that mindset. Yeah, it's difficult. Mm
1: -hmm. And when you're coming from that mindset, again, it's probably because you don't have the wider understanding of how effective communication works. And so you don't have a lifeline to bring you actually into that situation in a confident manner that you can get out and have greater safety and greater connection. Like most people just don't have that unless you've been down the NVC road and you see, oh, there is a way to do this. There is a way to actually have this conversation that will be hard. It's not to say, oh, it's going to be easy. It could be really, really tough. Would you say it's important
0: to not be attached to the outcome in NVC?
1: Most definitely.
0: To not be attached to whatever it is you want them to say.
1: Yeah, because NBC is based in presence, right? It always comes back to presence as the hub, And if you have an idea of walking into a conversation of what you want them to say or how you want to be, you are not in presence any longer. You are already into the future. So right there is going to get in the way of the kind of connection that you can have with the person. So trying to go in with as much openness as possible will be ultimately better for the conversation, in my experience. I think Dominic Barter, who we mentioned in the previous episode, he says that biologically we're wired Because back in the day, in caveman days, when danger would occur, our bodies would set us up to either fight back or run away or shut down. And so we're kind of wired to do that. And that we still think that that's how we get to safety, is by fighting back or running away or shutting down. But in fact, that's not how it works in this day and age. We have other skills that we can bring online now, that actually do a much better job to bringing us back into connection. And not to be scared of conflict. Conflict happens, but to start to develop this awareness that getting safe is not probably going to happen by avoiding the situation or running away from the situation or sending that other person off behind bars. You know, this kind of gets into the whole movement of restorative justice. Restorative justice is all about putting the people together that have done the harm and have received the harm and helping them to have a communication so that there's more true awareness deeply about what came down that you're creating more safety when you're creating that level of understanding and connection and we don't do that we don't do that at systems levels and we don't do that on individual levels when there are issues that come up for us and it's sad because we will have conflict conflict is inevitable Conflict is ever present. Yeah, we're never going to do away with conflict. So how do we learn how to have conflict productively? I'm sure people on the line that there are some people that have had some conflict with someone and then had some really good communication around it. And then you ended up closer as a result of that conflict. I mean, that happens, but that only happens when you move towards the conflict. That's what we're getting at here. Like, how do we do that in our daily lives more and more? How do we do that in our systems to have them set up? To not try to like throw conflict under the rug, but address it and address it with some effective tools. It's
0: always important to have understanding and presence and to listen and reflect. Even just last weekend, I was hanging out with a small group of friends and I was just noticing the way they were responding to each other. And I just was like, I hate NVC because everything's ruined now <laughs> and I was in judgment because it's someone saying oh this happened to me and then the other person's like oh well, this happened to me and I was like this is just why do you say everything's is, ruined because I was so upset I was so frustrated and I was like no one's listening to anyone else <laughs> no one's listening there's no listening here you guys are all just responding with your own experiences and your own thoughts and as soon as someone says something especially if it's something with which you disagree you're like well i think this
1: so when you say it ruins everything what i'm hearing you say is that it actually you have a level of awareness and having that level of awareness and watching is painful at times because you really want there to be more connection and more emotional safety in the way that we're learning to talk to one another
0: yeah it's a curse
1: (laughs) Well, there's some truth to it, you know it's it can, hard it it's can hard be painful to hear when you're seeing people interact and we see so much pain around us in the world and really at the crux of so much of the pain and so much of the violence is it starts with how we're interacting with each other like which means how we're speaking to one another. And so when you're seeing that and you have an awareness of it's even at this level, This isn't going to blow up into full war, but it's these kinds of habits, it's kind of feeding that. It can be very painful, for sure. That's why we have to have more and more awareness out there. We've got a lot to do in a short period of time, at least on my watch.
0: That's how people connect, though, or think they should connect, is -hmm. just... By sharing constantly It's all
1: that we've had modeled for us I really think It's not that they think that It's just that It's their habit Well yeah They think that It's all all they know how to do And they don't Nobody's ever shown them A different way
0: I wonder if sometimes We sound like assholes Because we're like No one has shown them the way (laughs) (laughs) Like we're Christ-like figures I said the word enlightened earlier (laughs) But still You you know We're like You know Some people don't understand They don't know They don't know better
1: Well, I don't know about better, but they don't know about this way. that No, they don't know better. (laughs) They don't know about this way that has a greater greater chance of having connection. Yeah.
0: Well, if you want to join the cult and (laughs) transcend this way of being that you're in, please call 850-706-0488. Do they have to call
1: to get into the cult?
0: Um, or you could take a class to get into the cult. You could scream Cindy's name into the void, and she (laughs) might just appear. Scream her name three times. All right. Enough. Okay, bye. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at dot bigby That's www.thBg And remember empathy first.